to Teledyne Advanced Chemistry Systems Tech Talk podcast. Our goal is to bring you useful information and offer solutions for your applications and analytical needs. Teledyne Advanced Chemistry Systems represents a group of companies existing of Teledyne Techmar, Teledyne SeaTech, Teledyne Lehman Lab, and Teledyne Hastings. Welcome back to the Tax Talk podcast. Today we'll be discussing the new APS 7650G gravimetric sample prep system, which was launched by Teledyne SeaTech about a month ago. Our guest speaker is Jacob Harrington, who is a product manager for the APS 7650G at Teledyne SeaTech. Jake is going to tell us about his new product and what market and applications it was designed for, as well as some of the unique features and benefits it offers for those applications and those using it. Before we start, I just want to give a brief introduction on about Jake. So Jake has a bachelor's degree in biochemistry from Brigham Young University. He's worked at SeaTech since 2014. Uh, started out in the service department, and then for the past three years, he's been in the automation. He's been an automation product manager for SeaTech, where he oversees mainline liquid handling and sample introduction products, including the ASX 560 auto sampler for ICP and ICPMS, and the ASX Express Plus Rapid Sample Introduction System. Welcome, Jake. Thank you, Betsy. It's a pleasure to be with you. So let's start off. Can you give our audience a brief description about what the APS 7650 is? Yeah. So the, the APS 7650G um, is our newest product from Teledyne C-Tech Technologies, and it's specifically designed um, to aid the sample preparation process for new oils, uh, new oil samples. So what what's markets or what specific applications is this product best suited for? Uh, so we're specifically um, targeted at uh, ICP analysis, typically ICP OEF, um, but there is also some ICP MS work being done on new oil. Um, and the system is targeted at handling the sample preparation steps that come before the ICP or ICP MS analysis of these new oil samples. So you mentioned new oils. How is that different from used oil as far as analysis and, and the requirements? Yeah, so we, Teledyne C-Tech has previously done a lot of work in the new, in the used oils market specifically. Um, and the, the biggest difference uh, between the two samples, or two types of samples, um, obviously the new oils is typically something that's been newly produced. Um, so that would be something coming out of like a manufacturing or refinery um, or out of a blending facility. Whereas the used oils are typically oils um, very much like the engine oil in your car, right? Where it's actually been used in an engine and, and running through. So when you analyze the two oils, you're looking for very different things. Um, used oil analysis is frequently um, done to examine the health of the oil over time, um, but also to examine the health of the engine that it's in. For new oils, they're actually trying to establish um, kind of regulatory levels and baseline analyses for to show how clean the oil is before it goes into those engines. Um, so it can serve as a baseline for their own customers, but also they use it, uh, they do this as a part of a quality assurance to make sure that in their own processes where they produce the oil, 
they're not getting any contaminants or anything like that that would then cause problems down the line for their customers. That makes a lot of sense. So the new oils then when they release it, they can it meets the claims or their statements on on the standardization, <clears throat> excuse me, of the oils and so forth. So that makes a lot of sense. Right. And especially the new oils, um, they tend to have uh, this kind of a base cleanliness, but they also frequently will have an additive package, um, which includes several elements that you want to be at a higher level because they actually um, make the oil perform better as a lubricant and they make it last longer. So it's, they test it both to show that it's clean for uh, any metals that could cause problems, but also that it has certain levels of the additives that are desired. So are those additives um, something unique to, to various oils? Like it's not across the board, it's for that manufacturer then? Right. So those would be specific to the manufacturer and to the specific product that they're making on that given day. Uh, and they'll vary by product. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Um, what are the needs or requirements for those running the new oils applications where the APS 7650G can help? Uh, so the main need um, is, especially for ICP or ICPMS, these samples have to be diluted uh, prior to being analyzed. Uh, that's because the uh, pure oil itself can be very, very viscous, um, and it can be really thick to the point that it becomes difficult um, to aspirate even with a sample probe, but especially um, things like trying to nebulize it and turning it into a cloud so it could be analyzed in the ICP on the, across the torch. Um, it doesn't work with the pure oil because it's just far too thick. So that's the first thing is they have to dilute the oil prior to being able to analyze it. Um, and because of the fact that they're looking for quality assurance type data and especially looking for cleanliness, um, the cleanliness of their process in preparing that oil for analysis is also very critical. Are there any ASTM or other methods that the system would meet? Yes. So there's um, two different ASTM methods that we typically look at um, for oil analysis by ICP. Um, so there's ASTM D5185, and also there's ASTM D4951. Uh, typically, the new oils analysis is supposed to be more directed towards D4951, but in practice, um, the, the labs doing this sort of type of work may follow one or the other. Uh, and the requirements are really very similar in terms of how the samples need to be diluted, what dilution ratios to use, um, and how the, the samples should be handled. They have a lot of information in them about how to properly prepare the sample so that you can get good data out of your ICP. So basically, they can perform the two different ASTM methods with this, this, in this system then? Yes. So that was one of the things that we specifically looked at when creating this new system. Um, it was an example of, of we're designing our automation to have a specific purpose. Or, and, and part of that was making sure that it would meet and automate um, the requirements of the ASTM methods for sample preparation. So you just mentioned automating it. Um, the, the next question I, I was going to ask you was what what those that are in the lab now that are doing new oils analysis, what, what are my, what might be some obstacles they're coming across? Is automation one of that one solution for them? 
Right. Yeah. So the laboratories currently, they have pretty good solutions in place for doing uh, the analysis itself because they've had to do that for a long time. Uh, but one of the big pain points that we see growing in these, these labs is as they increase their sample load, they also have to increase their sample preparation. And unfortunately, there's to this point not been any automated system that could handle the sample preparation. Um, and the reason for that is that um, the ASTM methods, uh, both D5185 and D4951, require that the sample preparation, the dilution step, actually be done uh, by mass on a scale, as opposed to being done volumetrically. Um, they require that you have, you do it by weight, so you have the additional um, accuracy that that provides. And that creates, um, creates a, a real bottleneck in the laboratories because it means that they have to not only prepare these samples by hand, but they have to weigh every step in the process. They have to weigh the empty tube. They have to get their um, sample weight. They have to get their final weight. They have to do the math and enter it all into the software so everything tracks. Um, and it creates a lot of additional steps and a lot of opportunities for mistakes uh, that's in their daily process. It's also just incredibly time-consuming because uh, pipetting or pouring, working with oil, and especially trying to get it to uh, precise masses is really difficult given uh, the viscosity of the oil and also the fact that the oils tend to be sticky, um, which makes them like difficult not only to pull into a pipette, but also to get back out cleanly. Um, so the, the APS handles that process for you. So it'll aspirate your sample into a pipette tip. It weighs your sample tube, dispenses your sample. It'll weigh it all automatically. So it's got an integrated balance um, to handle and uh, simplify that process for the user so that they don't have to do all that work manually. So this system really does a whole lot of different things um, from what you were saying, does the weighing and um, basically automate something that a process that was done manually in the lab. Are there other unique features that you did, haven't mentioned that this uh, system can do? Uh, yeah, there's a couple. Uh, so we have um, a lot of technology that's built into our pipetter. I mentioned that we use pipette tips, but um, there's several things that are important about that. Uh, first is that by using pipette tips, we ensure that there is zero carryover from sample to sample um, because your sample only touches the pipette tip and the tube that it's going into. Um, so that means that we maintain the level of cleanliness that they really require and also the level of cleanliness that can be actually difficult to maintain when you're doing the work manually. Um, it also in incorporates a liquid level sensor. Um, so when the pipette tip goes down into the samples, it'll automatically adjust the depth that it travels to based on or to meet um, the level of the liquid. So if all your tubes aren't the same, uh, that doesn't matter. The system automatically compensates for that. Uh, and then it also compensates for using larger containers and smaller containers, and you can use custom containers as well, which is really nice. Um, beyond that, it has uh, a gripper for picking in place, which means it can actually pick up the sample tubes, move them onto the scale. Um, so you get your exact sample tube weighed by itself and then with sample uh, and then with the final diluent. Um, and probably the third unique feature that I should mention is that we have a, an integrated vortex vessel that will actually, the, the sample tube gets transferred to the vortexer 
Um, and the tube is vortexed as the diluents added to make sure that you get really, really good homogenization of your sample. And it's pure, it's uh, thoroughly mixed well before it moves on to the analysis step. And that's really critical for the, uh, the final performance and analysis of the sample. This system just sounds like a, it's a really smart, intuitive system. Does, does it need any special software to, to perform these different steps? Yes. So it works with our Oily software. Um, this is a software package that we actually released on a previous product for doing volumetric dilutions. Um, and we're updating that software so it will cover both devices. What's great about the software is it's really very intuitive. Um, it's easy to use and your normal sort of repetitive work, you can set up and run um, with, I think it's like five or six clicks to create a new sequence. Um, so it's very, very simple to set up your new data and get it running. And it makes the whole process a lot less painful for the user. Um, one of the other critical aspects of that software is it has full lens integration. So if you already have your sample information in a database, you can import that into the software and it'll import all your sample names and you don't have to go through and type those in manually. Uh, and then also when it's completed preparing your samples, all of the data that it gathers about your sample weight, your dilution factors and everything that goes into a report, which can be exported in a number of different file types, which allows you to then in your ICP software, just import all of that data and it cuts down on the manual transfer steps and typing that can lead to errors. So it's, it sounds pretty as just as robust as the instrument itself. Pretty impressive. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of neat things that this, this, the APS 7650 can do. What do you see as the product manager for this? What do you see the system doing or providing to the market, to the new oils market? What we really hope that this provides the market is a new solution that's been lacking for many years. Um, we've heard requests from the people who have to do, especially doing the manual work every day, um, not only from the technicians doing the work, but also from the managers who have to deal with um, the time that it takes and the errors that, that happen every day, um, that they've been looking for a solution. And we really hope that this provides what they're looking for um, to allow them to better automate their process. Because in introducing this kind of automation, um, they remove opportunities for error. They can improve their technicians, like daily work experience. Um, and you can go back to, you know, letting people be people and let robots do the robotic work, um, which is what we really hope to have happen is it'll improve um, the overall workflow in the laboratory because uh, you can set your samples up, let this thing do the uh, tedious prep steps for you, and then you can easily transfer your data over to your ICP to allow for a, a much smoother workflow that requires a lot less manual intervention. Do you think the, the robotic or the automation side of this is the future, or do you see that in the next five or 10 years, something else coming to be just as, as impactful as this automation? You know, it's, it's always hard to predict where the things are going to go, but I think if you look at the historical trends of the laboratories, um, over the last 20 years, we've seen more and more and more automation um, entering the laboratories. Uh, first in just auto samplers to go with your ICP. Um, and then there's been more for sample preparation. Um, and it's just a continually growing thing because 
the more you can automate, the more you can let humans, you know, do use their brains to do creative thinking and creative problem solving. Um, so I fully expect that we'll just see that it will continue. We'll see greater automation. Um, the other thing that we see is automation allows laboratories to take on uh, more work. So that allows them to take on more samples um, and affects kind of the overall flow of the laboratory. And that's something else we've seen over years and years that they've, as they're able to, to uh, bring in more automation, then the lab itself is capable of more and more work. They're able to accomplish more with the same number of people, which is a big part of why it's growing. So I expect to see that, that it will continue to grow and we'll see more, um, more interesting innovations with automation uh, as we go forward. You said more and more samples, which obviously means more and more money. And I'm pretty sure that labs like to hear that. <laughs> of course they do. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a pretty interesting look into the crystal ball from you. Um, so that's a nice insight. Uh, that's all we have time for today. I wanted to thank you, Jake, for your time. And I know our listeners, um, I'm sure they've learned a lot about the APS7650G gravimetric sample prep system and what it can do for them. I will include links on the podcast channel under this episode for some other useful information relating to this system and how you can contact Teledyne CTAC to, um, to get one. So thanks, Jake. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you so much, Betsy. Thanks for listening to the Tax Tech Talk podcast. For more information about our products and the solutions we offer, please visit www.teledyneacs.com. If you like this podcast, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing this show. That way you'll never miss an episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next time.